Welcome. Welcome in to Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out. You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. The Bears beat the Arizona Cardinals, but not everything was perfect. It's Sports Talk Chicago. Here we John Zaglul, John Meadows directing and producing. Great to have all of you here with us. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Hang out with us on STC. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago on social and hit up our great radio and TV affiliates near the top of your screen. So the Bears pulled it off. They win 27-16. to There were positives that we're going to discuss, which is really exciting. There were some negatives that really dampened the win, softened the the excitement surrounding the end result. Now, first of all, the Bears' run game was outstanding, and I feel like that's the number one reason why they won, and that even includes Justin Fields. To his credit, Fields ran for 97, Khalil Herbert ran for 112, even Roshan Johnson chipped in 37 yards. The run game is the reason why the Bears won, because I'll tell you what, and this sounds crazy, but they got outpassed by Kyler Murray. They did. It's a fact. Fields at 170 yards, Murray had 208 with two touchdowns, and no picks, no turnovers. Was Murray electric? No, but he found a way to not turn the ball over and keep his team in the game for a little bit. The run game, though, could not be contained by Arizona throughout. For whatever reason, they could not do it. Justin Fields ran crazy. Khalil Herbert had the game of his career, surprisingly, and even Roshan Johnson made some plays when necessary to keep things moving in the right direction. All three of those guys combined with Deontay Foreman out, which was key, put up big numbers, carried the Bears to a victory, and kept them going throughout this game because the offense otherwise was kind of choppy. Fields and Cole Komet connected a lot in this one. Then Cole Komet got hurt and didn't return in the second half. DJ Moore and Fields really didn't do much together. Moore was hurt on the first play of the game and seemingly never recovered. I hope that he's going to be okay. But I do have some concerns about Fields. And I had some concerns about their offensive attack passing the football. I just want to make this clear here. Because before the game began, we did a preview video. We talked about what the Cardinals looked like defensively. The Cardinals had the 31st best uh, defense in football. So their offense, I'm sorry, the Cardinals defense ranked 31 out of 32 amongst football teams, right? 31 out of 32. Justin Fields against the 31st-ranked offense in football, whether you like it or not, went 15 of 27 for 170 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. I'm not going to sit here and praise that sort of performance, and you shouldn't either. Now, you could call me a hater. You could say I'm not telling the truth or I'm being disingenuous, but this is a fact. The fact is it was 15 of 27. The fact is it was under 200 passing yards. The fact is there was a pick in the red zone in the fourth quarter in a one-possession game. That continues to happen, and there are no consequences, or really, if you point it out, people get pissed off. We have to identify facts in terms of evaluation and in terms of good or bad, right? We have to identify facts. We can't harbor feelings, and everybody does a feelings-based analysis, and you know what? That's okay if you're a fan, 
and you like a certain guy, you really don't want him to leave. I'm okay with that, actually. That's fine. But admit it. Come out outright and say it, right? If you come out forward and say, hey, I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. I think there's nothing wrong with him. I love him so much. Fine. Great. I've had many civil conversations with people about their Fields fandoms, and I don't mind it. Everybody has a fan. You know, everyone's a fan of somebody. But when we talk about raw, specific analysis, when we talk about what we saw today, when we talk about legitimate, real numbers that cannot be manipulated or curated to present in a certain way, we got problems. Justin Fields faced one of the worst offenses in football, and look at his performance. That's kind of tough. I mean, you, you can't really justify that performance, or stick up for it, or praise it, can you? You could praise the running, which was great. I, I was, we were electric here and fired up on this live call. It was awesome. The running was great. Was the passing there? No. Should that be a problem this late in the year? Yes. When you're evaluating whether or not Fields is your quarterback key, not running back, quarterback of the future, are you comfortable to say that against the 31st best defense in football, he put up those numbers. I'm not comfortable saying that. I'm not happy to say that either. And more than anything, this was also an indicting game of Matt Eberflus, too. And here's why. The Bears were up 21-0, 21-0, and it became 24-16. It was a one-possession game late in the fourth quarter. Fields threw a pick inside the red zone. Had the Cardinals actually been a competent football team, the Bears would have lost again. Not kidding. I'm not going to be in the business of what could have happened, but the fact is it was a one-possession game in the fourth quarter, and it was initially 21-0 at the end of the first quarter, really second quarter, actually, right? It was 21-0 at one point, and it turned into 24-16. You could say that the defense did bad or whatever. No, that all goes back to the head coach. Not the defense, not the offense, the head coach. This coach has proven that he does not know how to hold on to a lead. This defense has proven that the Bears have no idea how to hold on to a lead. And that's okay if it's your first year, uh, if you're in the middle of a rebuild, if your roster is just not there. That's okay. That's fine. That's natural and normal. But when you're in an evaluation year, when your team's supposed to be better, when you have this quarterback you're trying to evaluate, an offensive coordinator you're trying to evaluate, but most importantly, a head coach you're trying to evaluate, blowing a 21-0 lead, making it a one-possession game in the fourth quarter, is not something I would want to hang my hat on. Would you? (laughs) Would you be proud saying that if you were in Matt Eberflus's position? No, I wouldn't be either. So this was a win, and the Bears needed it. The Bears, with this win, actually went six, so they officially doubled their win total from last year. I don't know what that means for Matt Eberflus, genuinely speaking, but... It makes it look better than a five-win season. The Bears have six wins. They got two games to go. I don't know if they're going to beat Atlanta. I'm really, and even Green Bay, those two games are really toss-ups. I don't see them winning those games, but maybe they pull something off and go crazy. I, You know, who knows? But this might be the last win of the Bears season, and if they do, they win six. That's an improvement over three, and I don't know how the Bears are going to be judging Eberflus and Getze and Fields come next year. I'll just say this. Last week, the Bears blew a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. This week, it was 21-0. And the Bears made it a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. Justin Fields is tied for the most interceptions in the fourth quarter in the NFL this season. That's not a lie. That's a fact. Is six. 
So there were good things and bad. The run game was the reason, in my opinion, the Bears even won this game. I firmly believe it. You cannot argue with 260-plus rushing yards as a team. That was impressive, to their credit. He, I mean, they did great. Fields and Herbert and Roshan picked up the load immensely, and I feel like from an offensive perspective, that's why they won the game, the run game. The run game. The defense played fine. Didn't force Murray, though, to really turn over the football, which I was kind of surprised about. No fumbles, no interceptions. But they held Arizona when they needed to, and they won the game. That was great, too. But I am genuinely concerned about Justin Fields. Whether people want to hear it or not, I am. I thought this would have been a more dominant game for Fields, a more dominant game for this Bears offense. The fact that there was a red zone interception in the fourth quarter in a one-possession game is frankly scary. Frankly. I mean, the fact that we're three years in and this stuff's still happening, then we talk about evaluation and we talk about what's going to happen. The fact that there's nothing, the fact that, you know, we're, we're two games away from the end of this season and we're still seeing turnovers like that in the fourth quarter in the red zone in one-possession games, you cannot deny that that is scary to see. That's not being mean. That's not being a hater. That's the truth. Because the same things were said about all the quarterbacks in Bears history as of late. Jay Cutler, Mitch Trubisky, Cade McDown, etc. I could go down the line if you want me to. That's the fact. So, you know, they wanted it was great. It's their sixth win, and that's great. Might be their last win of the year. That's fine. But... I don't think this game proves or solidifies Matt Eberflus, Luke Getzey, and Matt Eber, or, and uh, Justin Fields. I don't think this game, this win, solidifies anything. The offense struggled against one of the worst defenses in football. The Bears were up 21-0, and they made it a one-possession game by giving up too many points in the fourth quarter. There was a red zone turnover in the fourth quarter again in a one-possession game. I know they won, and that's great. But when you face that sort of a defense, when you face that sort of a team, not even a defense, that team, it's hard to sit here and celebrate a win considering the way in which it occurred. That's the truth. Whether you want to hear it or not, it's up to you. People on Twitter don't want to hear it. Some people in this comment section don't want to hear it. But, I mean, you can't. Really? Right? I mean, seriously, you know, you watched this game. If you watched it from beginning to end and you saw what occurred and the way in which it unfolded, you can't actually sit here and justify to me that, hey, this was a great game. They should be proud. Good stuff. I mean, this, this was not good. This was not good. And if the shoe was on the other foot, there are quarterbacks in the past who got judged the exact same way, you know, truly, in Bears history. So I'm going to judge Justin Fields the same way other quarterbacks got judged. I'm going to judge Justin Fields just based on the truth. He ran for a hell of a lot of yards and made great plays with his feet. As far as passing the football, he was mediocre today, and it's fair to say that. Appreciate everybody tuning in here today. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing, running graphics, doing everything behind the scenes to make sure that this worked out amazingly. And I want to say thank you to everybody for watching with us. We had a lot of people tune in, which we appreciate. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, follow us all over on social media. We appreciate all of your follows, subscriptions, likes, everything. I certainly um, acknowledge it as much as I can, and I appreciate it. You can follow me all over at Sports Talk Chicago. And uh, we will see you this week for a live show. 
Uh, if any baseball fans are out there, and I know John doesn't even know this yet, we're going to have Billy Wagner coming on this Wednesday night to talk about his Hall of Fame case. Billy Wagner's on the Hall of Fame ballot. Will he get in? I don't know. We've been pulling for Billy for the past couple of years. He's a great stand-up guy, and he's going to be joining us live Wednesday night to discuss his candidacy um, in really an exclusive interview. So it's going to be a great show. So I really hope you guys tune in. We're going to talk Bears, too. Don't worry. Um, hit up all of our great affiliates at the top of your screen, and a big shout-out to all of them. WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JetTV, WJOB, and Cities 92.9 Talk FM. We're trying to add some more to that list in 2024. And uh, always appreciate your viewership, your listenership, and your support. Until next time, thank you for watching, and so long, everybody.